0: Hi, this is Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic, heard here on Maximize Your Life. Our practice at Greenwood Family Chiropractic is experiencing an amazing season of growth, and it's time for us to add a doctor. If you are a chiropractor looking to join a practice that is healthy and thriving for over 10 years, or perhaps know of someone who is, we want to hear from you. I would love for you to join me in an opportunity to be part of the most rewarding, fulfilling endeavors of my life. Please reach out at 317-893-2853 or info at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com.
1: To help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit Greenwood Family Chiropractic.com. Here's Doctor Leanne. Good
0: morning. Thanks for joining. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or schedule your appointment online, GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. That's GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today we are talking about metabolism. What are some organ systems that control your metabolism? What are some things that you are doing or you may be doing that could slow down your metabolism, make it sluggish? Or also, what are some things that you can do more proactively to make sure that it's moving properly? Metabolism things we're talking about. Toxic load, really the five essentials, right? When we talk about the five essentials where uh, we look at, these are that come into terms of health. mindset, toxins, exercise, nutrition, your nervous system, right? The all important that most people fail to address. It's so often people come into my office and they say, Dr. Leanne, I listen to you on the radio, and it's just great. But I don't really want the chiropractic. I just I just kind of want to do like the nutrition thing. which I think is really funny, only because, you know, most doctors are you know, most people are looking at nutrition. Most people are looking at all of these other aspects, organ systems. but no one's really looking at addressing the one system that utilizes and controls. of those organ systems. And that's your nervous system. So it's quite important. And the average person very often fails to address it. But this is why we always feel like, gosh, we're so close, and I'm kind of getting results, but not all the way. (sighs) So we've got to dig down into that. But so before we talk about metabolism, Let's talk about some news.
1: Dr. Leanne's Health News. Some
0: studies suggest that too much sugar can literally mess with the brain. Health
1: News now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications. Maybe... Today, the average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar Protesters a day. Protesters say they just should not be forced to get this shot, not by the government.
0: For today's Health in the News, Johnson & Johnson to replace talc-based powder with cornstarch. Um, as a mom with children, uh, this is ugh, maddening to me, if we're being honest. I've never used this on my kids because I try to be very conscious about any anything we put on their skin, whether that be... Like we don't do a lot of lotions. We don't. We're very picky about what we use to wash them because anything that you put on your body gets absorbed into your body, right? Think about um, nicotine patches. Where do you put them? Just a little patch you put on your skin. Hormone, hormone cream, right? Like there's women do progesterone cream all the time. We just rub it on different parts of your body. Right? Like, and then what happens? It changes your hormones. So, what happens when you're putting that on your little baby, or as an adult, we're putting all of these chemicals on our body? Anyways, um, so Johnson and Johnson to replace talc-based powder with cornstarch. So the announcement comes more than two years. This is what should be infuriating to you. Two years. After the healthcare giant ends sales of the product in the United States, Johnson & Johnson faces tens of thousands of lawsuits from women who allege its talcum powder contained asbestos and caused them to develop ovarian cancer. The company reiterates its view that decades of independent research shows the product is safe to use. Of course it does. As part of a worldwide portfolio assessment, we have made the commercial decision to transition to an all-corn-starch-based baby powder portfolio, it recently said in a statement. The firm added that corn-starch-based baby powder is already sold in countries around the world. <laughs> what does that look like here there? And you're like, there's tons of chemicals that they don't have in other... <laughs> it's maddening. The firm, um, at the same time, Johnson and Johnson reiterated its position that its baby powder is safe to use. Our position on safety of our cosmetic talc remains unchanged. We stand firmly behind the decades of independent scientific analysis by medical experts around the world that confirm talc-based Johnson and Johnson. Baby powder is safe, does not contain asbestos, and does not cause cancer. Of course, Johnson and Johnson is known for having tons of lawsuits and lying and deception. Uh, in 2020, Johnson and Johnson said it would stop selling its talc-based baby powder in the U.S. and Canada uh, because demand had fallen in the wake of what called misinformation. No, it's not misinformation. In 2018, an investigation by Reuters News Agency claimed that Johnson & Johnson knew for decades, decades, that asbestos was present in its talc powder. So if you don't know anything about talc, talc is mined uh, from the earth and it's found in, seems close to that of asbestos, which is a material known to cause cancer. So Reuters said that internal company records, trial testimony, and other evidence showed that from at least 1971 to the early 2000s, Johnson & Johnson's raw talk uh, and finish powders sometimes tested positive for amounts of asbestos, right? Like they knew this. In response to the evidence of asbestos contamination presented in courtrooms, media reports, and to the U.S. lawmakers, the firm has repeatedly denied allegations. So they're like, look, we literally did. There is evidence, internal evidence that this had asbestos in it. And they're like, no, it, I mean, it didn't. Like you are a bunch of liars, bunch of cyA hope you know what that means um, that they said um, several months back Johnson and Johnson created this is Johnson and Johnson created a subsidiary LTL management, assigning its talk claims to it. it later placed it into bankruptcy, which paused the pending lawsuits) <laughs> What kind of backhandedness is this? They're like, okay, so let's create this management subsidiary. So then that way, like all of these tens of thousands of lawsuits can come to like this subsidiary, and so then that way we can just handle all of the claims. And then they're like, up, oh, we're just going to put it into a lot that uh, into bankruptcy. So everyone who's like, hi, I have these claims, are like, well, we don't. Sorry, we had to file bankruptcy of this this aspect because you know Johnson Johnson makes billions of dollars. Before the bankruptcy filing, the company faced costs from $3.5 billion in verdicts and settlements, including one in which 22 women were awarded a judgment of more than $2 billion. Um, Back in April of 2022, a shareholder proposal calling for the end of global sales of the talc powder failed. Johnson & Johnson baby powder has been sold for almost 130 years and became the symbol of a company's family-friendly image. Uh, It's obviously used for rashes, cosmetic uses, dry shampoos. So... They're saying, oh, you know what, even though we paid out billions of dollars in settlements and oh gosh, you know, since we've paid out billions, all of those other tens of thousands of lawsuits, like, sorry, we coined bankruptcy of this small subsidiary. Good luck to you. They're like, we didn't really do anything wrong, but we're going to take it out and change it with cornstarch. Like shame on you, Johnson & Johnson. These women didn't get over in cancer and think, you know, it would be fun trying to figure out how we can sue a company that doesn't want to give us any money. Even though we have ton, our life has been altered and changed and we probably will pass away from this and leave our family behind. It's just big reminder, big companies don't care about you. They care about the dollar and they're making sure that all of their investors get paid and their stocks stay high. So if you think that they care about your general health, think again. Now, when we come back, your metabolism, what may you be doing to slow it down? Tell you what it might be next.
1: You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. Here's Dr. Leanne.
0: One reason why I do this show, Maximize Your Life, is so that it allows people to have a network of knowledge to make better choices. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter. Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317 893 2853, 317 893 2853. Or you can always reach out greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That is greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Here's what I will tell you about your initial exam and consultation is why not? Well, you know, it's just a really busy season and listen, life, (laughs) I've come to the conclusion life really doesn't get any less busy, especially with kids who are growing up now and in different activities, school and office and endeavors and it doesn't get any less and your health is not stagnant. You're either building health or you're building disease. And if you're not actively working on that, then you have to, and <laughs> you have to evaluate which direction you're going. And here's the other aspect of why, you know, if not, if not now, then when? If not now, then when? Oh, in a couple of weeks, a couple of months. They're one of the things that um, you know, it's it's my I'm I am clinic owner at Greenwood Family Chiropractic. And we're like a really great Christian-based office. I run the office and treat people the way that I would want to be treated. So there's no weird, there's no backhanded, there's it's just really upfront. It's really candid. Your initial appointment is just the first couple appointments are fact-finding appointments, right? What is going on? What have you tried? What has worked? What hasn't? You know, how long has this been happening? To what extent or duration? Are there other underlying things that are connected that don't seem connected, right? That's what the comprehensive exam is for. And... You know if we need to take any diagnostic imaging in terms of x-rays we have a uh, very advanced digital x-ray on site and uh, adjustments right like what is going on how do you respond and then from there we sit down and we formulate a plan an individualized plan for people who come in so we can say here's what the extent of damage is here's what's going on here's what we think Frequency, time, cost, insurance, out of pocket, whole nine yards. So you'll always know time and cost wise before anything happens. And then you can make a best decision. You will hear me say time and time again, the worst decision that you can make is an uneducated one. And so if you don't know what's going on with you, ignoring it does not. Hi, adults here. Ignoring a problem doesn't make it go away. Giving... A problem in OTC and over-the-counter ibuprofen, Tylenol, Meprazole, it doesn't make the problem go away. You reduce a symptom, but the cause is still there, right? So just figure out, get down to the root cause, and then we can formulate a plan. You know, and maybe it's one where we say, here's what our plan is. And you're like, goodness, well, here's where I'm at from a time component or a financial component. How do we work with individuals, so this is why we're a full family office. Um, we have the ability to make care affordable for not only individuals but for full families, regardless of income or insurance coverage. Our goal is to work with the person individually. My goal as a doctor is to work for you, not for your insurance company. So, now let's talk about metabolism. When we talk about metabolism, it's trying to figure out like what what does that mean? And you're like most of the time we're like, are you fit? Are you skinny? And I always think it's so interesting because you're like, what controls your metabolism? And most people are like, I have no idea. So like, what does what does the word metabolism really even mean? So metabolism is a series of reactions that occur within cells of living organisms to sustain life. So it's essentially the complex series of processes within the body that turn calories we consume into usable energy. So technically, metabolism is all of the chemical reactions that take place in a living organism every day to keep it alive. Now, calories, also called kilojoules, (laughs) are really a measure of energy. And our bodies depend on getting enough of them to keep us functioning in all aspects of life. So while it's important To have a properly working metabolism for burning fat, preventing unwanted weight gain, boosting your metabolism, it is critical for other body functions too. So every single system within the body, from your endocrine system to your digestive system, is linked to a rate of energy production at a cellular level. So a strong metabolism is tied... um, to a lot of different benefits of the body it's beneficial for not only um, having more energy and having more lean muscle mass it's known for having healthy sex drive and fertility it helps with lowering rate of uh, infection and degenerative diseases immune function brain functionality longevity so Interesting, your brain is actually one of the biggest beneficiaries of a strong metabolic rate since the energy demand is extremely high. So 16 times more energy is needed to keep the brain working than to support your skeletal muscles. So interesting, fun fact. So what are some factors, right? Um, And we talk about a lot of these and some of these are... uh, but everyone's like, "Well, I'm just I'm just aging, right? Once you hit thirty, or once you hit forty, right? Like, watch your your uh, metabolism's gonna go down, <sighs> kind of. But here's what I I see: like gender. We know as, f- as females, we actually know this, right? My husband started a diet, and we made the same changes and exercised the same, and he loses, you know, like fifty percent more than you do hormonal health, level of activity. Here's one um, aspect, though, that I realize people don't pay much mind to is the effect that your liver has on your metabolism. So why is it that your liver is somewhat of this missing link to having a healthy metabolism? So let's talk. What does your liver do? So when we talk about your liver is the second largest organ in your body after your skin, weighs about three pounds, and it's about the size of a football, if you're kind of the average size adult, has lots of different imperative functions. For example, it takes the nutrients from our diet, right? So like the food that we consume, and it converts it into material the body can use, store, and then supplies them to cells as needed. Also, it takes in toxins and converts them into material that help uh, remove from your body. I always think this is um, really interesting. (laughs) I played a video for the team the other day and it was like, where does urine come from? Right? Because the average person doesn't think about your urine. And so when we talk about urine... It's actually part, so the water that you consume kind of mixes in with your blood. So your blood is kind of a mixture of composition of different cells, red blood cells, and water. So it circulates around all the nutrition, all the chemicals, and then it goes through your kidneys, and your kidneys filter out your blood, and it puts that back in, and then it takes the rest of that, the water and toxic waste, and it gets rid of it through your kidneys, so really, your urine, your pee, was actually once all mixed in as part of your blood. <laughs> My team was like, huh? i like, yeah, kind of interesting, huh? Uh, but anyways, that's your kidneys, not your liver. But so it's one of liver and kidneys are ones that work to get rid of the toxic load in your body. So um, the liver is part of your digestive system. I don't necessarily know that people think about this as much. So your liver is part of your digestive system because it takes the blood coming from the digestive organs and processes the nutrients, any sort of like medication you might taking, any toxics you put on or in your body to be stored, changed, detoxified, and then either sent back into the blood to be used by the cells that need them or eliminated through your bowels. Your liver also creates proteins that help with blood clotting and it helps to break down old damaged blood cells that have served their useful purpose, right? So what does your liver have to do with your metabolism? So no matter what type of diet you consume, your liver is involved in metabolism. It breaks down the fats you consume to produce energy by producing bile. So it also helps ensure blood sugar stays constant, right? Your glucose. So after you consume carbohydrates, your liver is what helps remove sugar from the blood and stores it, uh, as a type of sugar known as glycogen. This is also really interesting. Um, right. So anyway, so if your blood sugar drops too much, your liver then breaks down glycogen and releases it into the, back into the blood. Here's what's really interesting. So individuals who are on statins, right? Statins are cholesterol-lowering medication. So, uh, Statins, the mechanism of action for statins is it forces your liver to stop producing cholesterol. Cholesterol is produced in the liver. So if you're taking a medication, that forces your liver to stop working. Guess what it does when your liver says, hey, I'm also kind of responsible for filtering toxins. I'm also responsible for storing glycogen. And that's when when the liver isn't uh, removing sugar from the blood. That's why one of the side effects, one of the main side effects besides muscle fatigue and atrophy is type 2 diabetes. So if you're on a statin, and you are like, gosh, I just got diagnosed with diabetes or my sugars and my A1C keep creeping up. That very mal- may well be why. So um, after you consume protein, the liver changes it from the amino acid in foods to be used as energy. Ammonia, a toxin, is a byproduct of this. So the liver converts it to a less toxic substance, urea, which then is transported to the kidney and eliminated into urine right? Like you guys understand that this happens in your body every single day. You're probably like, I have no idea what she's talking about. Listen, your liver is designed to work and work and work and work. And so when we talk about as part of the metabolism, the way that it deals with um, carbohydrates, removing excess sugar, changing amino acid into producing energy, your liver is responsible for all of that. But also your liver is responsible for decreasing toxins and so what happens is is that what i see so often now um and i think statistically it's about 25 percent of people globally are affected by fatty liver disease and when i see this on their blood work i'll often ask like do you consume excess alcohol and if their answer is no right Excess alcohol, like someone was like, well, I drink a glass of two of wine a week. And I'm like, nope, that's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about excessive alcohol consumption, not a glass or two of wine a week. Uh, It's considered non-alcoholic fatty liver. And it's one of the most common liver diseases. So most of the time it is reversible, but oftentimes it goes uh, undiagnosed for quite a while. Why? If you're carrying excess belly fat, if you're insulin resistance, if you have a high refined carb intake, this includes beverages, if you have impaired gut health, this is one that you will see this fatty liver. And oftentimes what you'll see is you'll, when you do lab work and not all the time, right? But this is one indication. You'll look at your ALT and your AST. Those are liver enzymes. If they're increased, that means your liver spewing off these additional enzymes because it's working really hard. It's struggling, which is also infuriating too when individuals come in that they've done the lab with their PCP um, and they're on statins, cholesterol-lowering medication, and those levels are high and the doctor says, everything looks normal. I'm like, he didn't tell you that your liver is like working so hard that it may be on its way to shutting down. Like he didn't say that. And they're like, no, everything looked normal. And like, it doesn't look normal, but because it's so common that statins put such a stress on the liver, they don't say anything about it. It's maddening. But here's what I see more than anything, is that we're putting in excess carbohydrates that are making it so the liver isn't working properly. But on top of that, we are putting in a mass amount of chemicals. Mass amount of chemicals. And so these forever chemicals are ones that, you know, we could talk about all the different types because there really are so many different type predictable unpredictable Um, but when we're looking at like where these coming from you know it's like hi I work you know dry cleaning solvents or um, vinyl chloride it's used to make plastic herbicides pesticides and herbicides if you spray um, that kind but here's what I see so much is that we talk about uh, PFAS. It's pl. Here we go. <laughs> Polyfluoroalkaline substances. It's a man made substance with manufacturers use for all different types. Non stick cookware, right? Like if you're still using non stick cookware, throw it out now. Like you're better off going through a fast, not eating, then cooking in that super toxic cookware, stain-resistant carpeting and furniture, waterproof clothing, fast food wrappers. The reason why scientists call these forever chemicals is because they don't break down well in your body. So once you consume or put on these chemicals, they almost stay in your body forever. And we see this in um, different paints, cosmetics, Pesticides, microwave popcorn bags are one of the most toxic. Any sort of stain-resistant product, so stain-resistant furniture, fast food packaging, again, non-stick cookware, personal care products, firefighting foams. Right. That's why firefighters, unfortunately, have one of the highest rates of like cancer and disease processes. Well, these chemicals they can build up in your fat, and your body holds on to these. And so when we're like, hey, we really want to like kick up our metabolism and burn our fat, I'm like, what, what's, your, what's your toxicity load like, right? And so because when we look at toxicity load, toxicity load has a view on like fat cells on your liver, right? We talk so often about slow metabolism and gaining weight and thyroid, which we'll touch base on. But I feel as if people don't talk enough about your liver, And so, one, we have to stop putting chemicals in and on our body if we want to reduce the load on the liver so the liver can do what it's supposed to do, break down sugars, produce and store glycogen, break down proteins to serve as energy. And so, stop putting that load on. We don't think anything of it, but we're like, I really like my bath and body works lotion but you know the shampoo that I use is my favorite because it lathers the best or you know all of those aspects of chemicals that you're just consistently putting on your body and you're like oh I don't want to use stainless steel pans my eggs stick and it takes a long time to clean and you're like you have any idea what that's actually doing to your health overall it's a pretty big deal so we have to stop taking that burden on the liver And so there is aspects of, you know, we have our, our daily detox, our detox system, which helps with activated charcoal, liver detoxification in the morning, and it helps you can go into our website at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. If you want to look more into the detox system, but the detox system is 100% pointless if you're not going to start removing those toxic chemicals from your body, right? Like something simple, lateral shift. Hi, I'm going to paint my house. Okay, use VOC volatile organic compounds, VOC free paints. Like those are ones that are specially formulated to reduce and eliminate the use of harmful chemicals, right? Um, and so a lot of like the paint smell, it's, it's toxic, super toxic. But you're like, but I'm just smelling it and you're like, yeah, you're smelling it because you're breathing it in. And again, those are part of the forever chemicals. Just something as simple as that, that you can look at making those lateral shifts. But when we talk about the building block of cells and why they're so important and how that corresponds to your thyroid, we'll touch base more on that next.
1: You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. Hear full shows on the podcast link at freedom95.us. Here's Dr. Leanne.
0: Welcome back you're listening to Maximize Your Life, I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2053, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com, Chiropractic.com initial exam and consultation to figure out what's going on. Our goal is always to help, <laughs> right? It's to get to the root cause of the problem. And I can't say enough how often I ask individuals who come into the office, but why? (laughs) I feel that's probably why my kids do it all the time. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But why? Right? Like, okay, but why? Okay, but why? So what is the cause of the problem? And so that's one where our goal inevitably is to figure out, yeah, you know, I just have acid reflux, okay, but but why? And it's like, well, because I have spicy food. Well, but how come all the other, how come all these other people can have spicy food, but they don't have acid reflux? Right? Like there has to be something else that's underlying. We say, oh, I have migraine headaches, but I only have migraine headaches. Um, around, you know, be right before I get my cycle. But why? Oh, because it's hormonal. But how come all these other people start their cycle, but they don't necessarily have those same migraines, right? Like, my goal is to get you to think outside of the box to figure out why these things are going on. That's inevitably what we need to figure out is why are these things going on? You have to get down to the root cause. So, looking at that, when we figure out, my metabolism my metabolism's slow, but why? Well, I turned 30. I turned 40. Well, I turned 50, you know? And you're like, how come other people turn that age and they don't struggle with metabolism? And so, when we talked about how important your liver is, you know, what that looks like to be able to have a properly functioning metabolism here's what i'll see too is that we blame our thyroid right if i'm gaining weight one of the first things people say like oh my gosh check out your thyroid maybe it's your thyroid and you're like oh maybe your thyroid's a little up maybe your thyroid's a little down but but why but why right? And they're like, I don't know. That's why I feel as if thyroid is one of the hardest things to treat too, is because the average practitioner looks at thyroid problems as a primary problem. This is so often too, where it's like, oh, it's a little bit high. It's a little bit low. Maybe it's autoimmune. It's Hashimoto's. What do I do? I don't really know because we can't treat it when it goes high and low. Just we'll watch it. But why? Why? And that's one where it is very common that, you know, you have something called your HPA access. It is your hypothalamus pituitary adrenal connection to your HPA. And so, so oftentimes, right, we live in this chronic state of stress. We're drinking copious amounts of caffeine, not clean, healthy caffeine, copious amounts of caffeine. And we can't figure out why our adrenals burn out. Right? And then you ask like an average practitioner, like your PCP, like, hey, have you ever heard of adrenal fatigue? And they'll say, that's not real, which oddly enough, we do functional medicine testing at our office at Greenwood Family Chiropractic, and there are biomarkers that literally look at adrenal function. And more than anything, when we actually work on adrenal fatigue and addressing the cause, clinically, it is astounding how much better people feel. <laughs> And then a practitioner says, oh, it's not real. But here is what I'll see too, is that when you're looking at thyroid function, we as a society, and this is not new, guys, we eat like absolute crap. We call it the SAD, the standard American diet, the SAD diet. What, What is it consumed of? You know, for breakfast, we either have a donut or a toaster strudel or a pop tart or cereal or um, a super sugary coffee and a donut and then for lunch we have you know refined carbohydrates with bread and pasta and meat that's still laden with sugar it's not quality it's full of nitrites and nitrates and we consider the piece of lettuce on there a vegetable and we have french fries and we're You know, we've got the in the evenings, the hamburger helper and the lasagna and the, you know, all of these things, the pizza, and it's just right like I don't have time to prep. Well, listen, you're not making time to prep. I understand everyone's busy. I'm busy. I work full time. My husband works full time. I have three kids, right? Like it is, life is a balancing act, but I value the food that we eat. So we put more time into food prep. So that during the week when we might not get home until 730, then like, of course, I'm not going to eat dinner or may want to make dinner at that point. So we have to prep it beforehand. But the problem is, is so we're very, very heavy on carbohydrate, refined carbohydrates, not good, healthy carbohydrates. And minimal fats and minimal protein. Proteins break down into amino acids and amino acids are the building block for cells. So it is so often that what we will see, and we can actually test for amino acids too in the office. It's part of our metabolomics. It allows us to see not only are you deficient in a specific amino acid, but it actually shows how you're breaking down and utilizing those amino acids are you breaking down are you escorting them into the cells and especially too when we're not getting enough protein or not digesting proteins well it's over the course of time that we see individuals who are deficient in amino acid well this is one where an amino acid deficiency can oftentimes cause be a factor or a symptom of hypothyroidism Right? Like your thyroid's just not functioning. Why is that? Let's break down amino acids, endocrine function, and thyroid health. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Maximize Your Life, I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter. One amino acid that we'll see in terms of its effects on thyroid health is carnitine. You may or may not have heard of carnitine. Carnitine is an amino acid that's found in every cell inside of the human body (laughs) it's needed for muscles it's needed for brain it's needed for circulation and since carnitine is closely involved with mitochondria this is where we see it makes sense to look at carnitine levels with patients struggling with metabolic disorders such as thyroid disorders So again, can you test for amino acids? You can. Will your PCP test for them? Uh, Maybe, maybe not. I would say more likely not than yes. Another amino acid that we look at is tryptophan. So hypothyroidism increases your conversion of tryptophan into serotonin. Serotonin increases your ACTH, which is your adrenocorticotropic hormone. And that activates your adrenal gland to increase cortisol production. Cortisol breaks down your muscle tissue, releases more tryptophan, which is an amino acid into your blood. And the rise in tryptophan suppresses your thyroid, right? So all of these things come in together. Tyrosine, here's another really great one. Uh, The amino acid tyrosine helps the thyroid to operate at optimum levels. So the body makes tyrosine from another amino acid called phenylalanine. Tyrosine then makes the protein in a handful of other brain chemicals that we need to function. So some studies have shown that tyrosine directly affects your brain because of the neurotransmitters. It synthesizes. This is what I see. Time after time again, because we're so carbohydrate heavy, we're not having an amino acid on anything. So when you talk about what is one thing, like what's one easy aspect, one takeaway from today's show that you can do to add in more is that you likely need to add in more protein into your diet. Whether that is additional chicken, fish, beef—if that's not your jam—I will tell you we have one of the best broke uh, like whey protein. Whey protein is great because those amino acids are already broken down. Now, our whey protein is not birthday cake flavored. It is not peanut butter chocolate shake flavored. We have vanilla and chocolate. Why? Because it's not full of crap. So a couple things you need to look at if you're going to do whey protein. Is it grass fed? Because if not, it's going to be more inflammatory, especially too if it's not um, of a more organic source. That means it's chemically sprayed which means just like organic milk, you're going to have a ton of chemicals and hormones that you're hormone-free, antibiotic-free. That's important. Does yours have artificial sweeteners, right? Like how how does it taste like birthday cake or apple pie or whatever? The problem is, is when we're talking about artificial sweeteners this is a huge no-no if you want to talk about your metabolism aspartame sucralose um aspartame ace k right uh sulfame potassium all of those ones that actually found that like diet can soda actually can increases the risk of obesity metabolic disease diabetes why? And you're like, but I'm trying to be skinny. And you're like, yes, I get it. I get it. You want to boost up your metabolism. And the same aspect, what you're doing is literally the antithesis for any sort of great thing, right? You want to break down and absorb nutrients, but yet you're killing your gut microbiome with artificial sweeteners. It's another big aspect when we're talking about for metabolism. Your gut Your intestines are what absorb this. So if you're just destroying your healthy gut flora with artificial sweeteners, with really high sugar, right? Sugar is an anti-nutrient. So we're saying, hey, how about some fruit juice? Or you don't even think about the refined grains that we're eating, the bread, the pastas, the fortified cereals. All of those cause all of it um, interesting like in grains – there's an anti-nutrient called phytic acid, and so when you think you're doing a really good job, it's actually preventing you from absorbing as much benefits in terms of nutrients as you think. Toxic oils, it's another one that destroys the mut- gut microbiome. All of these aspects when we're looking at it, so one thing that you can do is add more protein, high protein foods, wild caught fish, cage-free eggs, grass-fed uh, beef, raw dairy products. All of those things, really good quality whey protein. Stop eating the crap. It doesn't matter if that whey protein tastes better. And likely the heating process broke it down so you're not absorbing any of those amino acids. Other uh, foods you can add to boost up your metabolism, garlic, apple cider vinegar, right? We talked about gut health and how important that is. People say, well, I take a probiotic. I would say if you're on a probiotic, And I was to go through a consult with you, there's a 95% chance I would tell you to stop taking that probiotic because we over inoculate 30,000 different types of strands of good bacteria. We choose 10 to 15 we like and we just put a mass amount in there. Drink some kefir, have some yogurt, have some kraut, right? You take a big mouthful of kraut, you likely have more probiotics in that biteful than you would the whole entire bottle that you have. High antioxidant foods, fruits, vegetables, herbs, spices, right? Those are going to be ones that help. Avoid the inflammatory foods. The other thing, too, that you can really do if you want to kick up your metabolism is start with HIIT training, high intensity interval training, high intensity, low duration. They actually found. that it helped uh, eliminate a decrease in your metabolism, a decline associated with age-related reductions. Another one, too, and that I don't see that this has put nearly enough stock in, is that you have to sleep. (laughs) There's a huge correlation between properly functioning metabolism and getting adequate sleep and rest. Right? We're like running on fumes... But what happens is sleep restriction decreases insulin sensitivity and causes changes in brain activity in response to food stimuli, um, meaning food, especially unhealthy types, becomes more rewarding. It also has an effect on your cortisol levels, right? High cortisol levels are associated with a lack of sleep tied to poor mental health function, weight gain, becoming more uh, resistant to insulin that controls blood glucose levels, So you have to get adequate sleep if you want to see a boost in your metabolism. So a couple action steps you can take away that are easy, that they're simple, that you can make that would make a magnitude of change in your health. So knowledge is power. Now you just have to put knowledge into action. A thought without action is just an idea. So change it into action. Thanks for tuning in. Look forward to next week, but always remember that your power is on. Hi, this is Dr. Leanne Schluter with Greenwood Family Chiropractic, heard here on Maximize Your Life. Our practice at Greenwood Family Chiropractic is experiencing an amazing season of growth, and it's time for us to add a doctor. If you are a chiropractor looking to join a practice that is healthy and thriving for over 10 years, or perhaps know of someone who is, we wanna hear from you. I would love for you to join me in an opportunity to be part of the most rewarding, fulfilling endeavors of my life. Please reach out at 317-893-2853 or info at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com.